0: If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com, but for now, here is today's episode. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, aka Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. If you do not know what is going on already, I am pretty surprised as to why you would have clicked on this episode given the title, but I will explain it just in case. (laughs) We are celebrating, or recently we're celebrating, our 200th episode special, and what we realized is the content that we wanted to include on the 200th episode was going to have to span over a few episodes. So what we are doing for this special is we are taking the best advice from every single uh, guest we ever had on this show and compiling it into one thing how we are compiling the best advice from all these guests is by taking the answers from our signature question on the health detective podcast the signature question that we always finish with is if the person could get everyone in the world to do one thing for their health what is the one thing that they would get them to do now you could Imagine that that probably leads to their best advice overall that they're capable of giving. Um, at least most people that will do this. And so that's why we are compiling all of those answers to that specific question. We are just continuing this here. This is part three. It's our final part of the series. If you'd like to listen to the other two parts, you can find those in the show notes below. But I don't think this needs any further explanation. If you're not looking for an episode like this, then just stick around. Make sure you are subscribed because we'll be back next time with our normally scheduled interviews. And interesting health content. Without further ado, let's get to the final part in our 200th episode special.
1: I would say not, and I'm going to say this specifically to moms: not ignore your gut when it comes to your child's health. Do not ignore your child, your gut. If you feel like in your gut, if you feel like your mother's soul, your mother's intuition, something is wrong. Explore that. Like honestly, so many people just ignore that gut feeling, and I know it sounds woo-woo but it's not like that is your, your soul, your gut, whatever you believe telling you like, Hey, something is not right. So yes, absolutely. If I had a magic wand, I'd be like, do not write it off. Do not ignore it. If you, if you know it's there, dig into it.
2: Wow. That's a great question. And to be honest, I've never thought about it, but right at this moment, I'm going to go with meditation. (laughs) Uh, and the reason for that is, is I believe that just from doing that and from getting some more stillness within and getting a, a, a rising consciousness, that it's likely that other things are going to come from there. Hmm. And that's why I'm going with that rather than saying something like just eliminate gluten or just eliminate <laughs> sugar, which are, of course, hugely important. There's no doubt about it. But I would say if they brought in that one habit, of just doing meditation regularly, that it's likely their consciousness will grow and they'll start realizing these other things um, in due time.
3: Stop eating sugar! (laughs) Number one, hands down. Stop with the sugar, y'all. Stop it. Keep it to like 24 grams of sugar a day or less. If you did that one thing, you could transform your health. Even what we call the standard American diet, the SAD diet, is full of sugar. Um, It's appalling. So everybody's familiar with the um, Super Size Me movie with Morgan Spurlock, who ate obviously unhealthy food and totally derailed his health in two months. But not everyone's familiar with the movie called That Sugar Film by Damone Gamow, who's an Australian filmmaker, who ate quote unquote, healthy food that most Americans think is healthy, granola bars, yogurt, smoothies. And he completely derailed his health in two months. (laughs) Stop with the sugar.
4: Oh, boy. Uh, Stop eating sugar. That would be the one thing. Maybe the second thing would be wear a continuous glucose monitor for 30 days. So you really understand what you're doing to your health. Every time you put something in your mouth. Um, I would like people just, you know, have a sim- simple routine for their day. You know, they, they don't have to start with anything complicated. They don't have to start into, you know, decide, oh, should I go to keto or should I do the intermittent fasting? Just start with those simple routine. doing some very basic things like drink enough water, like uh, move your body, get some sunlight, and also uh, make yourself laugh you know and just do something cheerful and entertaining at least once a day and laugh out loud that that, yeah i think that would be uh, will help a lot of uh, stressful professionals of course it's hard because there's so many things but i have come to believe that getting in nature and especially barefoot if possible or at least touching a tree, getting your hands in the soil, connecting with nature as often as you can, is critical. I mean, it's as important as sleeping and eating and all that other stuff. But that's what we've lost in today's modern society. We're we're just. I love my computer too, believe me. But if we're you know at our desk at the computer too long and not getting outside, sunshine, fresh air, you'll What I say to everybody all the time is taking perfect action. I think people get paralyzed in if I don't have the right diet, if I don't have the right foods, if I can't afford this food, I can't do this exercise program, I can't get this sleep. If I can't do everything at once, I don't do anything at all. Right. And and I've met people like that. I've had people like that in my office, in my chair that feel like if I can't do it all, it's not worth doing anything. So honestly, I would encourage everybody to take imperfect action. So if there's just one thing you can do today, and then that is I can walk for 20 minutes, then you walk for 20 minutes. If that's the only thing that you can do, right? Because it builds, right? Eventually you're going to feel better walking that 20 minutes, and then there's something else you're going to choose to do. And then there's something else. And maybe next thing you know, you're, you're going to bed at 10 o'clock and you're and you're sleeping till six, and you're not on your phone for an hour before bed. It, it just will compound the effects compound if you start taking imperfect action.
2: I think it's fair to say that uh, since we talked about it a lot, and we both know the the effects of that, it's it's the, um, yeah, controlling the light basically. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's like the simplest thing to do, and it has so many benefits. Um, and people can actually see the benefits in a very short time for free (laughs) it's everything out there so i think that that would be the one yeah
3: okay so the first one is stop googling diets like please 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 don't do another thing called a diet ever just it's a 300 billion dollar industry with a 95 percent fail rate so if we can destroy that industry that would be great so no more diets um and then the second thing i would say is drink goat's milk kefir every day
0: sleep more very easy if people slept at least seven, eight hours a day, you actually technically wouldn't age. If you look at the sleep studies on that, one of the reasons why you age and you age poorly is because you don't recover from the day. So if you had if you had recovery from the day and you had full sleep cycles, you would age much slower and you'd have way less health problems. Like that's the number one thing I would tell people when they first come in and they meet with me. Is like like I said before, if we don't get you sleeping, we've got some major problems. I don't care about really a lot of other things, even food choices. I care about sleep way more than that, because I've had people eat Perfect foods and work out tons. Who sleep like crap? Who are very unhealthy people and have bad labs? And I've had people who are like their food's okay. They sleep really well. They do some major movement. They control their stress. They're not super like high strung. Their labs are awesome and they feel really good. So I would say before anything, sleep
3: to understand or decide that their health is in their hands. That whatever
4: is going on with their health and their body they are the person driving the bus Mm -hmm. they can get advice that if if they get a doctor or whatever that's their advisor that's not the person who gets to decide that that they really are the decision maker and the driver and what they decide and do matters a hundred times more than what anyone else does about their own health go outside if you go outside you're going to get fresh air You're going to get sunlight. You're going to get the grounding of the earth. You know, something somebody told me the other day is, I really don't need to be out in the earth. What does that have to do with anything? And I said, you know, when was the last time you bought seeds in an envelope that grew in the envelope? Mm
5: -hmm.
4: (laughs) They don't. There's an innate intelligence. You got to put them in the ground. Then they sprout, but they don't grow in the envelope. So we don't grow inside either. Get them outside.
2: I would have them start every morning with a meditation that upregulates their brain and gets them ready for the day without any, any synthetic means just by their own breath, thoughts and actions and get them right. I think all, everything starts first thing in the morning. You win the day by winning the morning. Oh boy. (laughs) Um,
4: hmm. Oh yeah. Magnesium. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. uh, I think that that would improve everyone's health and, yeah. Okay. So I think the magnesium is a big one because nearly everyone is low in magnesium these days and it's a big contributor to all kinds of health issues. And I know a lot of people will have trouble changing their diets or change their habits in other ways. So I would start with that.
6: Um, that's a great question. Um, this might sound biased, but but I would genuinely have them take a Research spore based probiotic. I think the impact that these microbes have on your system um, keeps surprising us. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, every time we look at it, every time we do a new study, um, it just baffles us the kinds of impact that they can make on your system because not only are they themselves producing things and changing things and creating things. That impact your health in a positive way, uh, but they're but they're also influencing the rest of your microbiome to become more commensal, more beneficial, and all that. So that can can be a sea of change for people uh, with their health. So although it seems biased, that's one thing uh, I would do. Um, the second thing, I uh, a thing that I would ask them to stop doing um, is you know stop getting misguided information on health. You know, one of the unfortunate things about the internet is that anyone can be on there talking about anything, giving any kind of advice, right? Uh, And more often than not, people who are qualified, people who have the background, who understand science and health and, and so on, are trying to undo misinformation that have baked that people have been baked into their brains, and so follow somebody who's trained. Follow an FBN, right? Follow a, a nutritionist, follow an RD, um, you know, or, or, or doctor of some sort that seems to be trained in the field. So have a little bit more discernment about whose information you look at, um, and then and then try to get all your supplement advice and knowledge from people who know how to vet this stuff. Right, so and that's one of the reasons why we love working with the practitioner community because we think most people should be buying their supplements through practitioners. Right, right? so so we don't want you to waste your time or take the wrong thing and maybe take something that's unsafe or get one of those you know hundred billion CFU probiotics in the refrigerator that's just going to die in your stomach anyway. Right, so you're just wasting your time. Um, So listen to programs like this. You know, share programs like this with people you know so that people can get really good vetted information
1: that is a very because i could go on so many different aspects of this if we're talking about mental health i would i would definitely say to start with awareness and realizing how are you speaking to yourself the language of your mind and how your mind is speaking to you um i love the whole mind-body connection and so i i just say movement getting your body out to move seeing what your body says to you and i don't mean just by like yes walking is great but like what are like the tightness of your hips? So like, if you are working out a lot, just making sure that you're being counteractive with the stretching aspect of it, because we do tend to hold a lot of trauma in our fascia. And so really making sure that we're being diverse with our workouts and our movements. I would say make more time in your life for rest and play. They are not luxuries. Um, They are necessities in your life. And if you are going, going, going and not resting and not playing it's like kind of being in the stress-based tunnel vision. You're you're missing um, really great answers um, to the problems that you're you're having. But, you know, you can creativity is in your peripheral vision, so you can kind of be like a racehorse with its blinders on, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and you're not seeing simple solutions that are just right outside. Um, you know, those, those little blinders. And so when you activate that parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest, when you rest, when you, when you play, when you add some expansiveness into your life um, is when things start to shift dramatically. And it's, it's all about reducing stress. And to, to me, Two of the easiest ways is making time for rest and making time for play, and that looks different for everybody. Um, it could be a ten minute walk, it could be a coffee date with a friend, it could be like literally locking yourself in your bedroom away from your children for a ten minute nap. Um, it could be painting a picture. I mean, there's no right or wrong way to rest and play. So figuring out how, you know, what that looks like for you and actively participating in it. I know when you're stressed out, it's the typically rest and play are the, the first things to go. You stop doing all those things that used to, you know, delight you. Um, but when you bring them back in, um, everything starts to shift for the better. And everybody, I don't care how much money you have, I don't care how busy you are, I don't care, you know, your, what you've got going on in your life. Um, you know, rest and play doesn't have to cost anything. Um, it doesn't have to take up hours of your day. It could be ten minutes here, five minutes there, um, and so it's just a matter of doing it.
5: Yeah, super tough question, of course. Um... But I really do think, especially because of maybe I'm a little biased with this, but um, you know, really just getting your indoor air quality uh, either checked or having that on point because you are you're living in it, you're working in it, you know, your family is in it, um, you know, you're sleeping in it. It's just super important, um, and you you can only go about three minutes without breathing. So I'd say that's uh that's pretty important. So definitely getting that um that on point is uh, is.
4: Key. Um. Even knowing the question, it's a hard question to answer. Um, but I think I would say to trust your body and your instincts. Your, that gut instinct is something. If somebody tells you something or you read an article and it doesn't resonate with you and everybody's doing whatever, keto or whatever, and it doesn't fit for you, then just trust what your body's telling you when you do something.
2: It's It's easy for me. I think the science has shown over and over again. Five days of prolonged fast, three times a year, it will do wonder to your health. 15 days of effort in 365 days in a year. Think about that. Three five-day cycles of prolonged. You will be amazed what it can do for you. A little bit of break, a little bit of a fast
6: can do wonder for your health. Before I got on this, I
7: knew you were going to ask me one of these questions and I was like, I should really listen to one of the <laughs> end of the, one of these podcasts so I know what the question is and I didn't. And now I'm on the spot. If I could recommend somebody does one thing for their health, I think the number one thing that I'd recommend somebody does is walk. Um, almost anybody can do it regardless of where their functional level is. There is tons of research that says that it has therapeutic value for a vast amount of conditions. Um, and you can do a lot of things during that walk, um, whether it's listening to a podcast like this to better yourself, uh, whether it's breath work, whether it's core strength, whatever it may be. There's so much you can do within that. Walking is such a diverse amount of benefit. I and I definitely just say one you for drinking
1: one
4: thing in
3: the so Eat whole foods eat a whole orange, not orange juice, eat a whole apple, right? Um, Just eat whole foods, you know, stay to the perimeter of your grocery store, because that's where the good food is. Not those middle aisles with the processed stuff. Um, It's the fruits, the vegetables, you know, if you do meat, eat you know, organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised, really invest in what you're putting in your mouth every day because what you are putting in your mouth is going to give your body the information it needs to succeed um, and to give you the energy that you need to do whatever it is you're doing. So, yes, that is the one thing that I would say is eat
4: whole foods. Oh, there's so many. Um, I would say... I would say get
1: 10
3: minutes of sunlight every single morning. It'll change your day and then it'll change your life. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done my homework so I knew what the question was. I'll tell you one thing I would wave my magic wand on is to erase mom guilt, like just erase it from the face of the planet so it does not exist because guilt does not serve us. And we all we all think of what we should have done, what we could have done, what we didn't do, what I wish I had done and what, what wish I had known. So that would be gone. And then I think I think if I can do two can I do two? If I could do two, um one would be to just just think have a have a good solid conversation with your parenting partner about your about health and about your vision of health. What what is it what does a healthy family look like to you? Feel like to you? What does a healthy child look like and feel like to you? And how close or how far away from that are you right now? And I think, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I tell people that I help people course correct. <laughs> I just course correct, but you have to first identify that there's something to course correct. So we get so busy. We get so busy in our lives and we're just on a treadmill as parents, right? Um, so just having a like stop for a sec, ha- take a breath and think about what, what the vision of health you have for what is it you that you want for your for your kids and for your family um and from there if you if you have that vision that's the starting point because you don't know how to get there because otherwise you would be there by now so don't like don't worry about that just think about what it is that you want and then find people who who can who can help it it might not be me but you know like find people who who have a plan in place for how you can get closer to that vision of health I could do so many more, Evan. There are so many things, but I'll leave it at
4: that. <laughs> well, I scream this from the top of my lungs. I, I swear this will be on my my gravestone. Food is medicine. Treat it as such. Food is medicine. And let it be your medicine.
1: Read ingredient labels. Oh, That would be sleep earlier. Sleep around 30, 10 p.m. That would be my wish for the world.
2: I would get them to stop doing their drugs every day, and start doing them with more intention. So that includes caffeine, alcohol, marijuana, um, unless they're prescribed a drug. I think most people are over consuming drugs on a daily basis, and that's leaving them not truly authentic to who they are. And they're covering up a lot of their physical and emotional health problems with waking up early with caffeine in the morning or using alcohol or marijuana to go to bed. And it leads to a perpetual state of stress and then eventual burnout. And then that leads to a slew, a plethora of health issues. So if I could do one thing for everybody, it would get them to stop doing their drugs every day and start truly enjoying and valuing when they do do them on a less frequent basis. <laughs> I'd get them to sleep eight hours a night. I really think it's, it's, it's probably the number. I mean, there, there's so much restorative work that happens in sleep that if it is I mean it's amazing to to see how kids can sleep and not every kid can, can sleep well I mean I have I, I work with some of those kids too, but as we age that you know I think just the amount of things that we're processing make it harder and harder for us to to fall asleep, to stay asleep. and then if we have any physical challenges going on, I mean when I had back problems, I, I slept horribly and and just what that ends up doing for our our mental and emotional states too. I, I think if if I could get every everyone that I'm working with to and I, and it's one of the first things that I do when I first start working with people is I, I make them commit to, to for the next four weeks to adding a half hour a night of sleep. So basically, either either you got to do it on the front end or in the back end. <laughs> but I think for most people they they got to go to bed earlier. And I'll I'll usually suggest you know getting off of devices, setting some boundaries around when you're taking emails and texts and you know, work related stuff too, because that all eats into that stuff. But that's that's the magic wand that I'd like to use.
1: Wow. Oh man. So many ways. I'm going to go with the first thing that came up to my mind, which is get outside, get your bare feet on the earth. I know that sounds a bit woo woo, but if you can just breathe some fresh air, spend some time with people that you love, spend time outside, roll around in the dirt with your animals. Like just allow yourself to be exposed and in nature. I think we spend a lot of time inside. I'm mm-hmm. extremely guilty of this. My, most of my work is inside. Um, but if you can get outside, get that fresh air, get the vitamin D from the sun, and just enjoy being in nature.
7: Awesome. I think that for me, I would say it, it's kind of a combination. But the, what the answer is is, is meditation. It's uh, it, and uh, to be very cognizant of your breathing. Uh, that's for me. That's the most important thing. There's so many times that I find, find myself in a, in a certain situation, and the first thing that I notice now is is like, well, how am I breathing? And when I feel like I can't control anything else, then I can at least control my breathing, slow it down, and usually that. Usually, what happens is that I start getting answers on how to solve different, you know, how to, solutions for different problems that I'm that I'm thinking about or that I'm stressed about, and and I think that that's a like it's kind of reverse engineering, right? Like the breath is the first thing that that happens, but for me, it, it comes from the meditation. Like for me, my meditation in the morning is kind of like a calibration, and then that way, whenever I don't, I know that I'm not in that state, I can easily bring it back through my breath.
6: Yeah,
7: yeah. Uh- <laughs> right. That's
2: a good one, actually. Uh, I knew you were probably going to say that. Um, Mind would be, everyone would stop eating processed sugar.
7: And he probably knew I was going to say that, too. So, yeah.
5: Uh, Mindfulness practice, meditation. Bar none. I mean... Gotcha. (laughs) Very easy research showing uh, improvement in in health and inflammation reduction. And, uh, you know, what are we, I think we both have, like, uh, we do, we have two things that we're doing in this life. Like we're taking care of our own happiness in both cases, but the first one is more active. And the other one is improving our environment. So the environment can then be conducive to better life for us. I'm I'm obviously talking about in a very selfish way. So it would be, it would be applicable for everyone. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm, the only one that has a good life. Everyone around me does not. I am going to suffer because it's gonna. I am going to have to live in like a I don't know in, in a in a castle detached from everyone else. So I think mindfulness mindfulness practice does both. It improves your health and well being, and if you could spread that around, it's going to be obviously a a huge um, benefit to the environment, to, to people around you, to everyone.
4: Man, that's a, tough one. that's a tough one. My mind's going so many places. I would say, honestly, it's a kind of outside of the box answer, but investing in help on how you relate to yourself and your mindset, whether that's therapy or a coach or something like that, because the way that you see life. If you can start to change the lens of reality through which you see life, you can start to change all of your health patterns, right? And that's why I do mindset coaching and my health coaching because it's like, dude, how many times have you done a freaking plan? Like, it, it's not that. It's the lens through which you're seeing life. So I would say like subconscious mind reprogramming, some some sort of you know program that offers that is what I would want for people because then they can change all of it way more easily because of the way that they're looking at life and themselves and all of that. So mindset work. Be open to changing their
1: opinion and open
0: to learning. It's two things. Cool. I think that is the That's first time, it's time that perfect. it's ever been said. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> this is perfect. It's just amazing to me that something you'd think is so simple, but 200 episodes and not one person has said that as their number one <laughs> thing yet. And I fully support this message. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today.
4: Of course. Thank you so much. This was so fun. I'm having a hard time choosing between resolve your trauma and forgiveness. So, but I'd I'd probably say forgiveness because that would resolve a lot of trauma.
0: (laughs) I was about
4: to say. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) practice forgiveness. And it doesn't matter what they did, who they are, whether they're living or deceased. Forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. Resolve it and just let go, let go. Prioritize sleep. I think that is uh, so undervalued. Every single cell in your body has a circadian clock. Um, We are all exposed to screen light. We don't spend enough time in nature anymore. I think the... Um, health disruption from not sleeping enough and having too much blue light and not enough, uh, you know, sunlight is absolutely massive.
3: Okay. The first trusting my intuition here, the first thing that came to me is getting them to spend time every day, just connecting with themselves. So taking a minute, you know, to just be with yourself and, and learn to look inward and just connect with that beautiful human that, that has been hiding in there.